have got oh, 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 we've got about nine million things to cover in two hours. Not sure that we're going to get to everything. We're going to try. We we're going to try. We got a lot to do. Ward, how was your weekend? Um, busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had a good weekend. Let me tell you, Saturday, you know, was kind of yucky and in the drizzle and and all that stuff. So. I just made the determination that Saturday I was going upstairs, uh-huh. turn the turn the television on, and I was going to catch it as much Big Twelve college basketball as I could get my hands on. There you go, and that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did. So, uh, yeah, it was fun Saturday. Now, yesterday, maybe not the smartest decision. So you know, at the at the end of mowing season, you should, you know. Empty your your the gas tank in your uh, on your lawnmower and in all of your all of your equipment. You don't want that gas just sitting there for months because you know messes things up. So yesterday I said, okay, uh, it's I'm just gonna bur- I'm gonna burn off all that gas out of my lawnmower and then I'm gonna fill it up again and and empty the the gas can and and do the same thing. Just get it. Just get it. Then I thought, you know what? The grass looks like it could use a scalping, so why not mow the? So yesterday, with you know what, a north wind of eighty, I'm out there in a t-shirt and shorts mowing grass. Probably not the smartest thing I've ever done. <laughs> and I'm halfway through going, uh, this is not good. I'm cold, but you can't just have a half mown yard, mowed yard. No. So <laughs> I finished up. I threw it. <laughs> You know, there's kids out with coats on and toboggans, and they're out running and playing in the neighborhood, and they're looking over at me. Here's an old man in shorts and T-shirt mowing his grass in January. Ah, But anyway, we got it done. Got it done. Then I watch football. And I've told you this before. Unless it's the Cowboys, I'm not a big NFL guy anymore. I don't know why, but I'm just not. But yesterday, and, and, and even Saturday, I thought the NFL, I, I thought week 18 was outstanding. There was, I did too. There was terrific football and, and, and meaningful football all the way up to 11.30 or so last night. Unfortunately, it was 11.30 last night. Yeah, but that was a great – I couldn't take my eyes off of it. It, it was must-see TV. When, the, when Al Michaels, who's probably called 9 million games – is almost speechless because of the quality of play and the excitement level mm-hmm. and the fact that every time the game was over, it wasn't over. Every, I mean, you get the fourth and nine and they'd convert. They it, converted five fourth downs. It's crazy. Five of six, I think they were. I think you said that's the most fourth down conversion since 1973. I can believe that. I mean, that was – and they weren't fourth and ones. They no. were fourth and – I mean, it was like – First down incompletion, second down run for a yard, third down incompletion. Okay, game's just about over with right here. And then they would convert fourth down. Yeah. It was crazy. And Good, good football. Boy, it was. It was really good football. Uh, what'd you think Saturday night? Uh, could you get any kind of read? Yeah, I don't know if you could. I mean, you put up 50 points, but you put up 50 points against the JV. So... It is what it is. Um, you didn't shoot yourself in the foot. I mean, you, you could have got out there and, and laid an egg because it was the JV. Um, so there's that. But I 
The execution of what they were trying to do, I thought, was okay. Yeah, now, I Dak, mean, that's what I mean. And he, early in the game, Dak was bad. I mean, he passes was. were behind guys, mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden, there was a little rhythm there. Second half, the light went off, and and hopefully, it it went off for him at a at a good time. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We thought the light went off against Washington, but we also said tap the brakes against Washington, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess we'll see against San Francisco next week, but I, 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 I don't want to get too, too over the edge and and say, well, it was just it was a JV team and it, they didn't, you know, if it was a real NFL football team out there, I don't know if they would have been able. I I don't know. I don't want to do that, but I also don't want to get too far over my skis and say, okay. Now this team looks like they're ready for the playoffs. Look, let's call it what it is. If they're playing Philadelphia's first group, they're not scoring 51 points. No, they're not. They played well. Take that, put it in the bank, go get ready to play San Francisco. And I'll tell you this. That's good. Everybody that's talking about, uh, well, San Francisco may be playing the best football in the NFC. Well, they might be, but I'd rather play San Francisco than I would Arizona. And I'm just going to be – I just think they match better with San Francisco than they do Arizona. Oh, I do too, because you don't have to chase Kyler Murray. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, uh, we'll get into that today. Baylor basketball. Uh, Here's the interesting thing. First of all, let me say this about the Big 12. It it, it is a terrific league, and for me, the one common denominator, Ward, is that every team in this league will flat get after it on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do not mind playing. I looked up. I'm watching Texas and Oklahoma State. There's 11 minutes to go in the half, and it's like 10 to 6. It was 10 to 6 because both teams were getting after it on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was, you know, in the, it, everybody in this league does not mind guarding you. No. And they better. I mean, that's the way this league is. Is kind of built right now. That's, you're right. Days. It's constructed that way. And, and if you don't, you're going to get run out of the gym. Yeah. And I don't care if you're at home, on the road, whatever the case may be. Uh, but that's the that was my big takeaway watching. And I watched just about everything Saturday I could get my hands on, from ESPN Plus to CBS. I, I, I was everywhere mm-hmm. watching watching all these games. And, and that, I, just, I was just amazed at just how good some of these teams are defensively. And, and just how – how good this league is. I mean, look, Miles, the the point guard from TCU, good as it gets. That guy can play. <laughs> he can flat out play and can lie. I mean, he's shooting the ball from the time he, you know, gets off the bus in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can, he can play. I mean, it's, that was a terrific game. Uh, Baylor only had three turnovers in the second half. Did not have, have a turnover after the eight minute fourteen second mark. It's amazing. Yeah. The other crazy thing is, Ward they didn't shoot a free throw in the first half. Only shot seven in the game. I, I don't know the. How does that happen? Don't have very many more games like that. That just doesn't happen. They're th- they were three of seven from the free throw line. How does that happen? I don't know. I, but it did. Clean basketball, I guess. But it did. Uh, Referee swallowed the whistle and let them play. Well, and there was a lot. It was that. And I'm telling you, and I just look at this team, and, and every time you go, okay, 
this is how they're going to play. Well, then they do something different. Uh, somebody, it, it, what I like about this team is when they figure out who's going well, they get that guy the ball. I mean, it truly is an unselfish basketball team. They they are so good at at figuring out, okay, this guy's rolling. You know, get him the ball. Get him the ball. Uh, and, and they did that. I mean, Cryer and Flagler in the second half, unbelievable. I mean, knocking down threes and, and, and they got him the ball. I mean, you know. And, and so we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll hear from Scott Drew. Uh a little later on college football tonight's a night and this is what I, I i'd like for you just to just on the cnc collision center text line our informal poll today who wins if you want to tell me why tell me why if you don't you just want to put down a team georgia bama georgia's a three-point favorite according to the odds makers by the way you buying that one nope <laughs> you're not a buyer I am not. Are if Georgia wins, are you surprised? Yes. Really, you've got Bama that much better than Georgia. I, I think they win. I, I again, I'll go back like we talked about Friday. For four months, we talked about just how good Georgia was, and the, the, you know they're the most dominant team in college football. Blah blah. blah. I mean, we it, you know, and Bama's down. Look, Bama's down. This is not the same Bama team that you've seen. And they're good, but they're not the same team you've seen. In pa- and one game changed the, changed the narrative. I, not for me. I I thought I thought that all along. I mean, I I didn't think that they were down. I I just think they, you know, had had a couple of games that they didn't. You know, they ran into A and M, who got a field goal and played their tail off. And then we saw the real A and M come out after that. So, um, good for A&M. I mean, you know, that's that's what that's what this game is about. But I just I, – I felt like Alabama was, you know, that much better than anybody else, in my opinion, just because of the depth they have. Um, so, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just – maybe I'm just kind of hardened to the fact that I, I think Alabama's the best team each year going in until proven otherwise until proven otherwise and there's some truth to that here's the one thing that and, and i know georgia has been in big games I, I get that i'll get it to you but alabama is i mean that's to me that's the that's the one x factor there's not a stage on the planet too big for alabama they played in them mm-hmm. and you say well hey, they've all played in them because they're there year in and year out so uh, there's validity to that. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I mean, there's, there's nothing that's going to happen tonight in Indianapolis that those guys are going to go, Whoa, haven't seen that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, that's, but I don't know. I, I I'm not going to sit there and give you a statistical reason or any, I, I just, maybe it's because I want Georgia to win, but I'm, I'm, and I do want Georgia to win. Uh, but we'll hear from Nick Saban. He's got some interesting things to say about the transfer portal. There was a press conference yesterday, a dual press conference. I think both uh, Kirby Smart and, and Nick Saban were there, and they had conversations about NIL and the transfer portal. Interesting. 
Very interesting. We'll hear from that uh, a little later on in the program. So we're loaded. Plus, plus we'll hear from Jerry Hill, Ben Johnson, and the FCA. That you know the Victory Bowl. Mm-hmm. They announced all of their coaches yesterday. We'll talk to Ben about that. I'm telling you, some of these coaching staffs. You're like, whoa, that's a coaching staff. Uh, so we'll we'll talk to Ben Johnson about that to, and talk about the games coming up this uh, this spring and summer. So we'll we'll do that and. There's a new sheriff in town in Belton, Texas. Were you surprised by that move? Were uh, you surprised by the timing of that move? And what we're talking about is? Coach Fredenberg has retired at UMHB as the head football coach, and the defensive coordinator, Larry Harmon, has been named the new head football coach at UMHB, only the second coach in history at UMHB. How about that? Holy moly. That's news. I mean, that is big-time news. And we got word of it, what, late Friday? Friday. And uh, you were down there visiting with them. And, mm-hmm. uh, man, when you when you texted that, I about fell off the chair. Uh, I, I didn't see it coming. And, and heck, you know, if we're, from, from my chair, it wasn't broke. So... But, right. you know, but I, I, I guess Pete has, you know, he's got, what else is there for, for Pete? I mean, what, 17 conference championships? Yes. Two national championships? Three. Three, excuse me. I mean, it could be two. It, it is two, but it really should be three. Had had the one taken away from him by the NCAA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I roll, I'll roll my eyes at that, too. I just <laughs> – sorry, there's no camera in here, but I was rolling my eyes on that one. But uh, irregardless, however you want to look at it. So, say, two national championships. The fact of the matter is it was he and that staff built a premier product out of nothing. Powerhouse. I mean, there was not even a mouthpiece to be found Mm-mm. when Pete Fredenberg arrived in Belton. He talked about that Friday. Socks, jocks, and T-shirts, and away we go. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even have a field house. No, they had nothing. They had nothing. They had a dream. They had a vision. He cre- He had a vision for a program and executed the, the vision, executed the program, built a Division three powerhouse champion, and now he's, I guess, going to go play golf. And good for him. He's earned it. Absolutely. He has earned it. And so Coach Harmon will be here in just a couple of minutes. We'll uh, visit with him here in just a couple of minutes. All right. So that's the show. That's That's got us off and running. Uh, and that's what we're going to do for you today. So let's uh, let's hear from you. Who wins the national championship? The CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. That's the phone number to, to uh to jump in on our CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. We're right back with Coach Larry Harmon. We'll do that next in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, yeah, we'll do that. And, uh, yeah, you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Let, we'll step aside, and we're coming right back with Coach Harmon in just a moment right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today with a high topping out at 55 degrees. Wind gusts will remain pretty breezy at times out of the north, but should calm down by this evening. Tonight, mostly clear skies with a low of 31. A tad bit warmer tomorrow with the return of southerly winds. We're looking at partly cloudy skies and a high of 57. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Recently on the John Moore Show. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. As someone who grew up here as a diehard sports fan, especially football fan, but a Baylor fan, being able to read Dave Campbell and listen to Frank Fallon, who was also a friend of mine, through his son Steve, was like reading the Word of God and listening to the voice of God. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Today on Hey Culligan Smart Home, Smarter Water Softener, here's Kevin. Hey Culligan, can a smart water softener lift those heavy salt bags for me? Kevin, it can. <laughs> Wait, it can? Yup, the smart high-efficiency water softener from Culligan can alert your dealer when the salt needs to be replaced, and they'll do it for you, so your water stays soft and you stay away from lifting the bags. I mean, I could lift them if I wanted. No judgment here, Kevin. We're happy to do it, and we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at twinbendsrealty.com. Recently on the John Moore Show. I know one Oklahoma State fan who's not doing well. I can imagine. And and I I have, like, there are schools that I really dislike. Oklahoma State's not one of them. We talked about it. I I like Coach Gundy. I I generally support their athletics if they're not playing Baylor, you know. But I I can imagine the feeling on the other side. How's young Sarah? (laughs) I personally, the line... 
of what's too far to joke about is almost non-existent to me. Yeah, like no to line. me, laughter makes things better. Oh, I'm the same way, but yeah. it doesn't always work with everyone like that. You're right. <laughs> and so this week in our office, there has been a strict gag order that do not make any jokes about the Big 12 championship game. Don't make jokes about your loan coming up a foot short. Oh. Don't like just. No, I'm serious. Like. <laughs> The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 719, 19 minutes after 7 o'clock. This is game time, your Monday morning edition. Tal Barfield, Ward White, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by the new head football coach of the UMHB Crusaders, Coach Larry Harmon. First of all, Coach, how's that introduction sound to you? Pretty Pretty sweet. It's been a, a long time coming and a big goal of mine, and uh, I'm just happy that it's come to fruition. Kind of walk us through how all of this kind of came to be. I, I know things kind of moved uh, quickly once you guys got back home. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Coach, kind of we, we got back, and uh, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday of that, that week that we got back, and he kind of called and said that I was thinking about uh, – stepping down i'm gonna call a meeting with dr rear and i'll kind of let you know how that goes and i said okay <laughs> you know so that got me thinking and getting excited and then um that meeting went really well and he came back and he said hey that uh, i just got done telling dr rear that i am going to step down and uh, dr rear wants to visit with you and uh so call dr rear and see if uh when he, what time he has available, and so we just kind of set up an appointment, and we met that later that afternoon, and uh, everything went as good as it possibly could, and then uh, we kind of started the the process. There was, you know, obviously several people I needed to talk with and go through an interview process, and it was uh, they they told me it was mine to lose, and uh, I was smart enough not to say anything that would get me <laughs> kicked out of, kicked out of this. Uh, the ability to have this honor to be the next head coach of Mary Harden Baylor. Coach, a lot of times it's uh it's a different kind of challenge when you take over a program as the new head coach and not being a a team that is is rolling like UMHB is and defending a national championship, getting that opportunity to be able to do that as a head coach. What kind of different challenge does that present other than taking over a program that's struggling? Well, yeah, I mean so the the, the challenge isn't I got to come in and fix everything and change a culture. I mean, changing culture is what takes so long. Uh, but the challenges that I'm facing is just the expectations of the administration, of our players, and of myself. I mean, there's only one place to go, to, to go. And, you know, so uh, maintaining and fighting, uh, you know, just, just status quo and feeling comfortable and all of those things. Uh, that that's the challenge, you know, uh, just where can, how can we maintain the level that we're at? And then with the changes with the NIL and, uh, you know, the, yesterday we had a, a D through council meeting that we sat there and, and, you know, the things we're talking about, we're, we're still battling trying to have pads in the spring and what does the fall look like and uh, the playoff bracket. And so, there's a lot of things going on with the NCAA right now that uh, is going to present a lot of challenges for for head coaches coming up in the future. Coach, you you mentioned expectation, and uh, 
and, and obviously you probably have as high expectation for yourself and for the program as anybody. But is that fair? Is that fair for for us to expect that that level year in and year out? I mean, that's that's to me is a big ask. Well, and nobody has said that. That's pressure that I'm putting on myself. But I just feel like uh, the university is just does everything it can to let their athletic programs be as successful as, as possible. And we've had this track record where we've been at the top for a while now, and uh, surely it's attributed to that. And then our location, being right smack dab in the middle of Texas, which has the best football players in the United States. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, why not? That That's how I think of it is why can't we maintain this? I mean, we could, we we got it. We're at a university that attracts great student athletes. Uh, it's a place that attracts good coaches, and uh, it just comes down to somebody being able to put it all together and create some chemistry and culture that that you know allows it to be successful. And the culture is here. I mean, I I kind of with 22 years being with with Coach Fredenberg, you just kind of I mean, we there were bumps and you know, turns on the road and all that stuff as we were going, but it's been refined for 22 years. And uh, that's what I'm not going to change. I'm just going to keep modeling that. And uh, so if I can keep that up, I don't, I don't see why we can't. UMHB head football coach, Larry Harmon with us here on game time on ESPN central Texas and, and coach, what made you feel like that you're ready for this step? Um, just, I mean, I've done, Coach Fred gave me, you know, more more challenges and more more things to think through and, and had a bigger impact and say on kind of what we we're doing. And so I just feel like I've been groomed. And, you know, I've been in the business now since 98. And uh, everywhere I've been, I've been successful. And, uh, you know, I guess you know, defensively, all the, all the success that I had coaching on that side of the ball and, uh, I'm just ready for this challenge, and I, I think I can do it. I think I have the, the right temperament, and uh, I think I've learned from as good as any coach that you could possibly pick um, uh, to, to, to learn from. And so I'm excited about the challenge. I know our kids were excited. I was real excited about and real happy how uh, Friday afternoon meeting with the team, the response I got, and uh, their confidence in me uh, really really gave me an assurance that, yeah, I am the guy for this job. I know you're at a conference right now, but what's the number one priority for Coach Harmon right now to get this your fingerprint on this team? Yeah, I think uh, probably the, the, the biggest decision I have right now today is uh, I've been visiting with coaches and uh, got some names for uh, who's going to replace Stephen Lee as the offensive coordinator. And uh, so I'm kind of working through that. And uh, if I get that higher right, uh, then I think everything else is going to fall in a place to where, um, you know, we're we're in a good place to be on track to to have a chance to make a run at it again in 2022. Coach, the biggest difference for you, I guess, is going to be you're going to be down on the sidelines instead of the booth calling the defense. How how do you adjust to being in that situation? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I don't know yet. Uh, it's definitely going to be different. Um, that's why there hasn't been. You know, I I have a, a, a good idea what I'm going to do, but I, nothing's been announced yet, and I'm I'm taking my time 
to get this stuff right. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I got good people on the defense staff right now. And uh, so it, it's going to come down to, uh, you know, the more confidence that I have, I think it'll be easier to be kind of be a, a true head coach and be able to, to focus just on the game and the management of it and, and not be trying to be on the defensive side more than the offensive side and things like that. But, um, yeah, it's definitely going to be different. And, and that's a great question. I've never been on the sideline in my coaching career. I've always been in the press box. So, uh, you know, it's going to be different. But uh, I'm excited to, to have a new challenge. You, you mentioned at the conference you're going over a lot of things. And one of the things you said is maybe trying to lobby for a true spring for D3 football. Is that coming along? And do you think that that is still a possibility? Yeah. You know, COVID, one of the the only positive that's coming out of COVID is that, um, you know, we, we practiced and we played five games in the spring and then we turned around and quickly and played uh, 15 games in the fall. And uh, our concussions were down, you know, I mean, our kids were healthy. Uh, we, we just kind of proved that, hey, we can do this. And universities would always say, you know, uh, some universities would, would always be, well, we can't afford, you know, we can't have all the all the sports going in one semester. And, you know, we're, we're, our trainers are pulled here and we can't do it. We just got done proving that we can. And uh, so that that's the one positive thing that, that has come out of COVID. Now, the 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 work in it is deciding, you know, obviously you don't want 16 days. I mean, they're not going to give us 16 days, full contact, full pads, things like that is uh, bringing a proposal to um, the committee with, you know, what is reasonable and just following a model that maybe uh, the D1s or the 1AA's follow that for, for safety and acclimation and things like that. So, uh, it's exciting time. I, I think that there's a real good chance that uh, we're going to be able to do more things in the spring, and uh, you know they might take something away in the fall, but uh, you know maybe add another acclimation day in the fall or something like that. But uh, I, I think we're headed in the right direction. Coach, again, we just uh, wanted to get you on, congratulate you, and uh, and wish you all the best. Uh, thanks so much for your time today, and look forward to uh, to following you guys uh, as uh, as you uh, look to repeat. Awesome. I appreciate appreciate you guys so much. And, uh, uh, yeah, go crew. There you go. Hey, appreciate your time. That is the uh, new head football coach of the UMHB Crusaders, Coach Larry Harmon. Now, Coach Pete Friendberg's going to join us tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, he'll be he'll be knee-deep in, into retirement. <laughs> we'll talk to Pete tomorrow uh, around 8 o'clock. So, there you go. All right, 731, we're going to talk playoff football. We'll talk about the Cowboys and the NFL playoffs. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC.
In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bare spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. College football's national championship game is tonight in Indianapolis. Kickoff is scheduled for 7 o'clock. The NFL Super Wildcard games are set with the Cowboys hosting the 49ers on Sunday. Pete Fredenberg announced his retirement as head coach at Mary Harden Baylor late on Friday. Defensive coordinator Larry Harmon has been promoted to take over the crew football fortunes. At 34 under par, Cameron Smith won golf's Century Tournament of Champions by a stroke over John Rahm. Both golfers bested the Tour's under par record of 31, set by Ernie Els in 2003. The Mavericks beat the Bulls 113-99. The Rockets were outscored by Minnesota 141-123, and the Spurs lost in overtime in Brooklyn 121-119. Tonight, Houston hosts Philadelphia. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Little Space Cowboy. Yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. All right, 734, welcome back in. This is game time here on a, what is this? This is Monday. All day. All day long. Hey, don't forget, uh, our crew is going to be broadcasting live this afternoon at Coach's Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue, getting you ready for the big game tonight. 35 big screen TVs. There's going to be food specials. There's going to be happy hour. There's going to be all kinds of fun stuff going on at Coach's Smoke. John Morris is there at 3, the Matt Mosley Show at 4. Look forward to seeing you uh, at Coach's Smoke this afternoon as we get you ready for the college football championship game coming up uh, tonight from Indianapolis. We'll talk more about that game coming up in a few minutes. Also coming up here in the next few minutes, we're going to visit with Jerry Hill. Uh, We'll do that. Talk some Baylor basketball with Jerry. We'll uh, also hear from Coach Scott Drew a little later on in the program as the Bears did uh, knock off TCU and then have a quick turnaround with Texas Tech coming in uh, tomorrow night. Tech coming off a big win over the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, So, 
I mean, and again, this league, man, we've talked about it a million times. You better be ready to go. Even if you are ready to go, this league is that good. Uh, and, and so to see what Baylor is doing at 15-0, and having won you know, their first 15 games, moved to 3-0 in the conference, two of the three on the road, it's pretty darn impressive. I mean, you had a good Texas team go to Stillwater and get beat on Saturday. You had a good KU team go to Lubbock and get beat on Saturday. Uh, and, and then the Bears play a raucous and rolling TCU crowd and play the Frogs and, and come out of there with a win. I mean, it was that's it was, a nice win for Baylor. And we'll talk more about it coming up in a few minutes. Uh, Ward, so let's let's kind of go over the uh, the schedule here. First of all, from the CNC Collision Center text line, the Cowboys face, and this is from the 903, by the way, the Cowboys face a historic foe in the 49ers in the playoffs. But the biggest challenge is their own foe. Uh, they cannot beat themselves. This team feels like it will either blow up round one or do something special and find another level for the playoffs and, and be in the Super Bowl. I, I don't know about Super Bowl, but I kind of agree. I, I, I think they're either going to lay an egg or this team's got a chance to make a good run. From a talent standpoint, this team can play with anybody in the National Football League, can beat anybody in the National Football League. First two months of the season proved that. I mean, it was that was as good as it gets. Second Six weeks or so of the season, boy, the doubts have creeped in big time. They have. I mean, it's that simple. So, we'll see. Uh, and, again, they're going to be playing a team that's playing really, really well. But you know what? Everybody should be playing pretty well. It's the playoffs for Pete's sake. This is this is supposed to be the elite of the elite. So, we'll, we'll see. Uh, any big takeaways in that 51-26 win? It was, I, I, I think you have to just – Kind of take it. It is what it is. I mean, again, you said it earlier. They were playing the JV, so, um, but they didn't shoot themselves in the foot. They executed what they needed to execute. So you have to give them some credit it, there. It looked better, didn't it? Particularly in the second half. Second half, it did. Second half, it looked better. Um, but you know, again, it's <laughs> you're supposed to look good against the scout team, right? So, but you don't always do it. No, you don't. You're right. And that's what I mean by execution. You still executed what you needed to execute. Um, but I, I don't, again, I don't want to get too far out there and say, oh, this team's heading to the Super Bowl because I'm just, I, I'm not a buyer yet. I, I think what you said is, you know, if this team plays up to their capability and do not play down to the standard of what they're playing, they can do something special. But that's a big if, because we've seen it. Uh, again, uh, this it's it's been a long time coming for for this organization. Now, when I was driving to work this morning, one of the things that I, I kept hearing was the pressure that Dak Prescott has on him to perform and to win. To win, he's got to win in the playoffs. This team was built to win now, and the pressure is on Dak Prescott. You buying that, or you selling that? Oh, I, I think there's pressures on him. I mean, everybody's expecting him to live up to the expectations of that contract. I mean, if he doesn't have that huge contract, are they? Are the is the pressure as high? I don't know. I mean, but certainly putting him up on that pedestal, I think that creates a little bit of pressure. 
hey, you know, put up or shut up. <laughs> I think being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, that's true pressure. too. <laughs> I mean, stop and think about that. But also, I mean, yeah, you're right. That's 100% right. I mean, look who you followed. I, you know, go all the way back to Roger Staubach, Danny White. I mean, you can say what you want about Danny hey, White, but he won a lot of football games. He certainly did. And got him to a lot of NFC Championship Absolutely. games. Uh, Absolutely. You, know, you can go back to Don Eggman. Meredith. I mean, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, you know, Eddie LeBaron. I mean, you you want to go on back? Let's, they had good people mm-hmm. <laughs> at that position. Uh, but and, and that's a pressure-filled position because it is America's team. No question. But this is a team that when – look, it, it's constructed to win. I mean, this defense is – my goodness, this defense is good. Now, they didn't play terrific against the run on Saturday night, but well, for the most played, part – Well, they haven't played, you know, all season long. They're 16th in the in the league in, in rushing. They give up 112 yards a game, and, and so that's, that's going to be the challenge for them. San Francisco can run the football. They're 7th in the league. Mm-hmm. So, there, there's your chess match. Well, it, but overall, this – Points allowed. This is a, this is a this and that's the ultimate goal is to keep them out of the end zone. This is a good football team on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. They've got weapons on the offensive side of the football. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> they've they've got players. Uh, now you got to go play and you got to go win. And, and I think that's what they were talking about when it's it's time to win. And it's whether you like it or don't like it. And those guys get paid and they know it. It starts at the quarterback position. I don't care what team it is. It could be your Pop Warner football team. It starts at the quarterback position. And you understand that by playing that position. I mean, Dak Prescott knows that it begins and ends with him. may not end with him, but it certainly begins with him. And if he does not play well, oh, my goodness, are they going to come out of the woodwork? The critics, us included, and that's part of the deal. That is part of the deal. Now, I was a little surprised that the Cowboys drew the 330 window on Sunday. Uh, I thought the Cowboys might get the Saturday night window or the Sunday night window. I kind of thought they'd put them in primetime, particularly after putting them in primetime last week, putting them on Saturday. I thought they might give them that Saturday night window again, but they're Sunday at 330. Here's the lineup. It is uh, the Las Vegas and Cincinnati at 330. On Saturday, it is New England and Buffalo at 7.15 on Saturday night. That'll be fun, huh? It, it won't be cold. <laughs> Ooh. New England and Buffalo at 7.15. And that's 8.15 Eastern for those guys. So they'll kick off late, 7.15. Uh, and then on Sunday, the early game at, at noon is Philadelphia and Tampa. Then the Cowboys and the 49ers at 3.30. Pittsburgh and Kansas City at 7.15. Your first ever Monday night football playoff game will be Arizona and Los Angeles at 7.15 Central Time. So that's 5.15 on the West Coast. Kind of a strange start time for those guys, but that's when they're going to go. They're going to go They're, they're going to go uh, at 7.15 with Arizona and Los Angeles uh, on Monday night football. It's Monday night football in the playoffs. Kind of a different deal. First time ever. You a yeah. fan? Uh no, me neither. I don't. I me don't, neither. Because then what? The football for the playoffs. What, what the, well, the weather's going to turn around and get a short week, and have to travel, mm-hmm. and have to travel. So there you go. All right, uh, seven forty three. That is a look at it, and of course we'll uh, as the as it gets closer and closer, we'll get you 
up to speed and in in more information and details as the Cowboys get ready for the 49ers next Sunday afternoon at 3:30. All right, it is a Monday and we're going to step aside when we come back. Jerry Hill will join us and we'll talk some Baylor basketball and a whole lot more. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hey Waco, copies of the 2022 baseball schedules are out. This year's schedules are made available in part by the following sponsors. Scissors Salon, Water Tree, Lewis's Liquor, Texas Legacy Custom Homes, Fred's Radiator and Auto Repair, Mama Bear Residential Service, Chapman Bell Bonds, Embrace the Chaos Tattoos, Airport Transportation to Waco, Loop 340 Garage, and the Red Brick Salon and Spa. Please patronize these businesses. They're an asset to our community. This message is brought to you and paid for by Prestige Marketing, LLC. Visit them online at PrestigeMarketingLLC.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect, Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. College football's national championship game is tonight in Indianapolis. Kickoff is scheduled for 7 o'clock. The NFL Super Wildcard games are set with the Cowboys hosting the 49ers on Sunday. Pete Fredenberg announced his retirement as head coach at Mary Harden Baylor late on Friday. Defensive coordinator Larry Harmon has been promoted to take over the crew football fortunes. At 34 under par, Cameron Smith won golf's Century Tournament of Champions by a stroke over John Rahm. Both golfers bested the tour's under par record of 31, set by Ernie Els in 2003. The Mavericks beat the Bulls 113-99. The Rockets were outscored by Minnesota 141-123. And the Spurs lost in overtime to Brooklyn 121-119. Tonight, Houston hosts Philadelphia. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
If you want to learn, we got the right guy on the phone. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas and from the Baylor Bear Insider and the Director of Sports Journalism for Baylor University. We say good morning and welcome to Monday to Jerry Hill. Jerry, how are you? Good morning, Tommy. I am actually better. I actually dealt with uh, COVID last week. Did you? I did. So I was kind of down for a little bit, but uh, uh, started feeling better Friday even. And and yeah, feeling pretty good. A little froggy still, I guess. But uh, yeah, getting better. Good. And and our thoughts are with you. I mean, have been there and done that and got the T-shirt and and know exactly what that's, that's all about. No fun. Uh, Jerry, I was just, I was thinking about, <laughs> just, just thinking about this over the weekend and, and this is just pure speculation, and so, but I want you to do it. Uh, if Baylor beats TCU, are, are they one of the four teams in that college football playoff? My guess is no, just based on how they, um, you know, kind of slotted Cincinnati. Um, but certainly there would have been a lot of discussion because, you know, you look at their total resume and who they had beaten at that point and, and all of that. And I think you would have, I think you would have had to have at least had them in the equation and, and, and maybe they do, maybe they bumped Cincinnati, but I think it seemed like the committee was kind of locked into, which I, I thought they were kind of setting them up for a fall, but I think the committee might, might have been a little locked into let's finally let one of these teams in, that kind of thing. So uh, maybe Baylor doesn't get in if they beat TCU, but, uh, you know, still, 12-2, uh, and two, Sugar Bowl champs, you know, that's not a bad year. Nope. Uh, the championship games tonight, Bama and Georgia, who do you like? I, you know, I, and I saw a tweet about this maybe yesterday don't bet against Nick Saban um and I, I I wouldn't but I I think Georgia's got a really good chance to win I know they got you know kind of beat pretty good in the uh, SEC championship game but I think maybe they have you know a little bit of more motivation this time and and certainly you know just trying to win a national championship uh you know Alabama's won a bunch of them um Georgia hadn't won in a long time so uh, it might be Georgia's time. I, I just remember them two years ago when they were shorthanded and, and kept bringing in these guys that look like NFL guys. So I, I know this is a very good Georgia team. Uh, obviously, it'll be you know tough to beat Bama, but uh, yeah, I think I think they will be extremely motivated. One of the things that we've talked about is you know for three or four months we all talked about just how good Georgia was and. This right, is an elite right. team. One game has, <laughs> can't change the narrative, yeah. can it? Right. Well, I bumped them down to three. You know, <laughs> so I guess, you know, everybody, well, yeah, it was like this is one of the best teams ever, blah, blah, blah. And you, that's all you heard pretty much the whole year, you know, particularly after Alabama lost that game early. So, um, yeah, I think uh, this is still that Georgia team. Um, you know, and I don't know – for sure, like what their, you know, COVID situation is and all that, or even injuries. But uh, like I said, I just think George is going to go into this one very motivated to come away with a national championship. Talking with Jerry Hill uh, from the Baylor Bear Insider. Jerry, I-, I got to watch a lot of Big 12 basketball on Saturday. I sat mm-hmm. there all day into the evening watching basketball. Yeah. Uh, my The one thing I came away with was I don't care if you were good offensively that day or bad offensively that day, 
everybody in this league plays defense. Yeah, absolutely. And and that that's what Baylor will see uh tomorrow night against Tech. Uh, Tech I think is really good defensively and that's that hasn't changed. You know, Chris Beard obviously left to go to Texas, but Mark Adams takes over for him and Mark's been there a long time. So um he kept that same defensive principles and yeah, I I think you're right. I think uh, pretty much everybody in the league is going to play physical, you know, tough defense. And uh, and like I said, I think Tech's probably maybe the best at it. Uh, and they certainly like to ugly up games and, and them beating, coming off of a win over Kansas uh, when they were still a little shorthanded. They almost beat Iowa State on the road, uh, even though they only, I think they had seven scholarship players for that game and then came back and beat uh, Kansas at home. Talk to me a little bit about uh, Baylor and TCU. Uh, you know, it, it, it always seems like somebody different is the guy to step up in a certain situation. I mean, it, it, this team is so deep and it has such talent that they're, right. they're not relying on just one or two guys. And I, I think, honestly, Tommy, I think that was maybe the difference in that game. I mean, Mike Miles, uh, their sophomore guard, he was fantastic. He scored 18 points. In the first half, hurt his uh, left wrist on a foul by Matthew Meyer uh, fairly early in that second half and just wasn't the same. He he went up scoring uh, four more points late and scored 26. But, yeah, that was, uh, you know, I, and I do think that was a big difference in the game. Baylor just kept coming. Um, Adam Flagler uh, had a phenomenal second half, I think 18 points in the second half. James Akinjo was kind of the guy in the first half and wound up with 20 uh, but yeah, I, you're right. I mean, I think, uh, you know, there are games where different guys step up. LJ Cryer was big in this mm-hmm. one too. So the three guards did the job. I mean, they were the ones who kind of carried the team this time, but you know, um, like I said, they've got a lot of weapons. You look down the bench and Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan obviously got hurt in that game, sprained his ankles, see how uh, he comes back. But yeah, they've got a lot of weapons and they just keep coming. And Bonner got seven minutes off the bench for the Bears. Again, a deep team. Yeah, and, and you know, that's a guy that obviously it was on a different level, but he's played very well. He's, you know, he's been a leading scorer for a team before. So he's very capable of coming in there and giving you some minutes and, and did a good job, hit a free throw. You know, so he definitely helped you out and played some good defense. So, yeah, again, you you have a deep team and you just keep coming and, and, uh, you know, I, like I said, I hope I hope Jeremy's fine and, and, and they're good with him. But, uh, you know, then you've got down there on the bench that doesn't play a lot, Jordan Turner, but he's come in there and made three-pointers and stuff at different times. So they've got guys. Jerry, this team had nine turnovers in the first half, only three in the second half, but they didn't turn it over after the 8-14 mark. That's, man, that's impressive. Yeah, and that's after two games tell me where you had 19 and 20 mm-hmm. uh, in the last the previous two games and you were kind of on pace for that again with nine turnovers in, in that first half and I do think that was a big key only turning it over three times in the second half and like you said none in that last eight plus minutes so uh you know and you know this team should not be a team that turns it over a bunch with three really good guards back there and, and rotating you know other guys in they they should not be a turnover high team. So uh, I think those and again that speaks to the defense of those other teams that they've played. So uh, you know give them credit. Iowa State and Oklahoma both you know really good defenses and 
and have proven that they can play in this league. So, uh, yeah, that was big in the second half, was not turning the ball over, not giving them easy buckets, and, and really containing miles, particularly after the injury. Jerry, you've covered this this team and this program for a long time. This may not be fair, but but here goes anyway. Uh, <laughs> the You've seen this team. How does this team compare, and, and what do you see from this team compared to teams in the past, maybe even last year's team? How good is this team? Well, that's good. I mean, they're number one. <laughs> they've been. I guess this will be five straight weeks that they've been number one. So, I mean, they're really, really good. Um, are, you know, are they as good as last year? I don't know. I mean, last year's team won a national championship, and they were dominant pretty much all year, and particularly dominant in that NCAA tournament. So I don't know if they're at that level. I think they're pretty close, um, and, and I, I think we've talked about it. I think, as strange as it sounds, I think they might be better defensively, and I think part of that is because of that front line, um, just a, an improved front line with, with guys that have more minutes under themselves now with, uh, you know, uh, Flo Thamba and Jonathan Chamuachachua. And then add in Matthew Meyer. Meyer's played a lot better defensively. Kendall Brown has length. Jeremy Sohan has length. So I think that makes them maybe a better defensive team, even though you don't have that one stopper like a Davion Mitchell. Um, but all of those backcourt guys are good defenders. So, uh, you know, I don't know if they, um, you know, are on that level offensively. But, again, I think they're pretty close because they have so much depth. You know, this last year's team didn't have Kendall Brown. They didn't have Jeremy Sohan. So, uh, you know, I, I, they're very comparable teams. And let's see how this one finishes. But I think it's a really good team that obviously can win a national championship. Jerry, along those same lines, for this Baylor basketball team to get through the gauntlet of the Big 12 and maybe get back to a Final Four, this team has to do what? Um, you know, I think Tommy touched on it. I think you can't turn the ball over like that, and particularly on live ball turnovers. I think that would be the big thing. And and, and I guess maybe, you know, they've got to keep shooting. This is a team that, that I think has lived a lot on the three-point, particularly this last game. Um, you know, on an off night, what's going to happen, you know? Um, so I think that's, those are a couple of the keys, you know, they can't turn it over. They can't have the live ball turnovers and they've got to keep shooting. Well, I mean, that's, I think this is a team maybe uh, more than because last year's team had a lot of drivers um, and, and guys that could take it to the rim. This team doesn't have a lot of that. I mean, the guys Kenjo in particular can, but I, I, I think they they rely more on the three-point shooting. So, you know, that's going to be a, a key tell is can they survive an off-night shooting night. Jerry, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We do appreciate your time today, and, and uh, we'll visit with you again soon. Thanks, gentlemen. Talk to you soon. That is Jerry Hill uh, from the Baylor Bear Insider. You can catch uh, – you can, I mean, check out Baylor Bear Insider. It is – if you want to follow the Bears and get in-depth reporting – Jerry's got it covered in the uh, Baylor Bear Insider. All right, 7.59. We're a minute away from 8. John's got today's Baylor Sports Week program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody's number check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball rolls on, remaining undefeated on the season. Details coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Top-ranked Baylor men's basketball remained undefeated on the season, going on the road to Fort Worth to knock off TCU 76-64 on Saturday. It was a game in which the Frogs on a 14-0 run led 37-31 at halftime, but the Bears came out red hot in the second half and pulled away for the 12-point win. After the game, Bears head coach Scott Drew. I tell you, the second half was really fun if you're a Baylor fan. 45-27, uh, um, we moved the ball last 8-15, I believe. We didn't have a turnover. Wow. Uh, you made shots. And a lot of times, uh, Pat, as you know, as a shooter, you might get shots, but it doesn't mean you're going to make them. Right. And we made shots, um, unselfish, looked for each other. I mean, it was fun to watch. Only tw uh, three turnovers in the second half total, so uh, 12 yeah. for the game. That's a number you can live with. Yeah, I thought uh, uh, a lot of a lot of positive things, a lot of good things, and then uh, um, LJ, uh, uh, him and Adam and James were, were rolling, and uh, they were good looks they had. Yeah. So credit uh, the teammates for getting them good looks. Uh, Big's doing a great job in uh, screening, and then obviously, uh, anytime you can shoot, what do we shoot second half? About 60.7 percent. Yeah. yeah, we'll take that. And 67 percent <laughs> from three-point yeah, range. The, yeah. ir the irony is three for seven from the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Baylor coach Scott Drew referring to the Bears' three of seven shooting from the free throw line. Only thing to find fault in in a 76-64 win over TCU on Saturday. Adam Flagler led the way with 22 points, including six of ten from three-point range. 20 for senior guard James Akinjo and 15 for L.J. Cryer off the bench. With the win, the Bears now 15-0 on the season. They've won 21 straight going back to last season. They are 3-0 in Big 12 play and the only team in the Big 12 at this point without a conference loss. Quick turnaround for the Bears. They'll host Texas Tech. The Red Raiders come into the Farrell Center. 6 p.m. tip-off tomorrow night for Baylor Tech Big 12 basketball. And the Baylor women hope to get back into action on Wednesday. They'll be in Norman to take on the Oklahoma Sooners, a 6 p.m. tip-off on Wednesday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back on the road in Big 12 play headed to Norman to take on Oklahoma on Wednesday. 
5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor Women's Basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 804, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Coming up tonight, it's the national championship game. It's Georgia and Alabama. And uh, we're we're going to be out at and about. We're going to be at uh, Coach's Smoke. Uh, John Morse will be there uh, at three o'clock. Then Matt Mosley's show at four o'clock. And you can come. Um, you can come gear up and get ready for the big game. Hey, they've got thirty five television sets to watch the football game. That, that I've told you this before. That's one of the things that will drive you nuts when they say, "Hey, come you know come to a watch party, come watch the game." And they've got three TVs, two of them are on something else, and one television's on the game. No, 35 television sets locked in on the on the championship football game coming up tonight. So that'll be cool. Uh, they'll have drink specials. They'll have uh, happy hour. They'll have uh, food specials. All kinds of fun. And that'll be at 3.30 Austin Avenue uh, this afternoon. John Moore Show live at 3, and then the Matt Mosley Program at 4 o'clock. Right here from ESPN. Central Texas. All right, Ward, there was a press conference held yesterday. Alabama football coach Nick Saban, Georgia coach Kirby Smart, both called for increased regulation on NIL, name, image, and likeness. Uh, Without more regulation, Saban and Smart both said that the same teams are going to continue to dominate college football. And, you know, uh, you're going to have the same haves and have-nots and the separation is going to be even bigger. Are, are you uh, you buying that one? Absolutely. What do we do? Uh, the genie, I mean, you, you're, you're, you're not, not putting it back. No, you're not. What do you do? I, I what don't, kind of regulations do you put on it? I don't know. I, it, something's got to be done. It's, it's the Wild West out there right now. We said it would be. It is. Going in. We said it absolutely would be. You're going to get people getting their hands in the pie uh, above board more than ever. Because it's it's you know it's a fight to the finish to see who can outdo who, and you know, look there was there was a a tweet out there to Caleb Williams the the Oklahoma quarterback that has entered the transfer portal because mm-hmm. he says that Lincoln Riley left and he wants to go play somewhere else and you know there was there was a tweet out there inviting him to come to uh, Eastern Michigan to play. How would a million dollars sound? We'll pay you a million dollars to come play. Right up front. Well, there's one program. And it's not, you know, it's not going to, it's going to get worse. Yeah, there's one program that said, hey, if you are a certain position, 
if you if you sign with our program, you get fifty k a year. Mm-hmm. That was just down south. Yeah. So here's the thing, and again, there's these good ideas that get taken out of context and, and abused. I had no issue initially. I think the the concept was, hey, let's let a kid that's on scholarship, you know, and, and playing for XYZ University, if Joe's tire shop wants him to come over and, and sign a few autographs one day uh, and you pay him a few bucks and give him, you know, some spending money, it's a, what a great idea. But you, the minute you open that gate, then you open the floodgates because here they came. And, and then when you, you stop and think about the transfer portal, the transfer portal. Again, we talked about this last week. If Ward White gets enamored with USC and moves out to, to California and, and is on the USC football team but decides, hey, man, I miss mom and dad and, and cousin Fred and I, I think I need to go home. That's, to me, what the transfer portal is about. Or my coach got fired that I side with, and he's out of here, I, and they're going to change everything up. And yeah, I, I get that. You you came in to play in the in the spread offense, and they're going to run the wishbone. You don't want to stay. I get that. But this is, hey, my feelings are hurt. I'm out of here. And, and, and it's just blown this thing up. Well, not only that is your feelings are hurt. You're out of here. Now there's a different element you just talked about too. The money. Where can I make the most money? That's right. That's exactly right. And I think the other aspect of it is some guys are entering the portal just to see what you just talked about, how the portal can benefit me in NIL. Mm-hmm. Boy, nowhere did I say team in, that, in, in any of those sentences. Nope. Unfortunately. Uh, again, at that same press conference yesterday in Indianapolis, Nick Saban talked about the transfer portal. I think now we have sort of a, I don't know if you want to call it a fad or whatever, but uh, anybody that's a little discontented with the program that they're in, uh, just, you know, get into transfer portal and see what my opportunities would be someplace else. And um, I don't know that that was the intention uh, originally, uh, and I hope it doesn't continue to be that way, but we're going to continue to try to create value for our players personally, academically, and athletically, so uh, they have a better chance to be more successful in life, and hopefully our players can buy into that, so um, they won't want to go someplace else, but a lot of this is based on playing time, Um, and when you have 85 guys on scholarship, everybody can't start. And I apologize, there's a little loop back in there, and that's the way the audio came to us, but his point is so well taken, I I wanted you to hear it. Come on. I mean, as simple as it sounds, he's 100% correct. You know, you got 85 dudes on the football team. You got 22 starting positions. Somebody has to be the backup. Mm -hmm. If you don't like being the backup, work harder, beat the dude out. Not the way it is anymore. But nope, we're going to get in the transfer portal and see what I can get handed to me. That's going to hurt the quality of, in the long run, in my opinion, that's going to hurt the quality of team. Because... The best competition a football team can have is that internal competition on a daily basis. Right. And that's what makes you better. That's what has iron sharpening iron. And if that goes away, you're in trouble. 
Well, uh, I, again, I, I I thought I found that that audio interesting, so I wanted I wanted you to hear it, and I couldn't agree with Nick Saban more on that one. It is Nick Saban's Alabama Crimson Tide tonight against the Georgia Bulldogs, and it's for the national championship. Are you surprised that it's an all SEC championship? Nope, they're a party. <laughs> it has been for a while, hasn't it? All right, uh, twelve minutes after eight, it's eight twelve. Coming up in just a few minutes, uh, we are going to dive back into that Baylor Texas Tech or Te- uh, Baylor TCU basketball game, and then look ahead a little bit to the Tech game coming up on Tuesday night. All right, uh, twelve after eight, and uh, we're going to take a second talk about Circle Drug Pharmacy, thirty two eleven Robinson Drive, right here in Waco, locally owned independent pharmacy. It's your one stop shop. For all your pharmaceutical and medical supply needs. It's where I go uh, I've, uh, and have for a long, long time. In fact, today I'll have to call them and say, hey, look, need a few prescriptions uh, uh, refilled and they'll, you know, they'll uh, they'll get it done for me in a timely manner. Then they'll text me and say, hey, it's ready. And then, you know, I'll let them know whether I'm coming to get it or whether they need to deliver it. I like to go because if I have a question, I like to be able to talk to one of the pharmacists. So I always go by there. And, and there's a million and one ways to do it. I, I know that if you have a an issue with COVID, you can go through the drive-thru. You can go to a walk-up window. You can have them come out to your vehicle and they'll deliver it to you. Or you can do like I do and you can go inside and go to the counter. Uh, so there's several options on how you how you take care of your uh, your prescriptions. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 until 6, Saturday 9 until 2. Let me give you those store hours again. Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturday 9 to 2. They understand that folks work. And if you're going to go by there and you get off at 5, they can't close at 5 and then be and then be there for you. So they stay open till 6. And, and people work a half a day on Saturday. So they stay open till 2. They sacrifice their time to make it convenient for you. That's just one of the million things why uh, Circle Drug is just that locally owned pharmacy that, that, that really does look out and care for their customers uh, again doc Everett and his staff have been doing this for a long time and man they've got it they have perfected it and i, I love going there I, I i just feel comfortable when i walk in i know that they know who i am and i, I know who they are and you know it's, it's a great relationship and you can build that relationship with them as well you have that relationship with your doctor why not have that relationship with your pharmacist it's it's better than going to you know to a, a, a big chain box store or whatever and one day it's it's Fred behind the counter, and the next day it's Sally. Not not at uh, not at Circle Drug. You're, you're going to know those folks, and they're going to know you. Circle Drug, thirty two eleven Robinson Drive. With the Cowboys playoff report, I'm Christy Scales. Thanks to the blowout win in Philly, the Cowboys are the number three seed and have a first round matchup with the 49ers. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. At AT AT&T, Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. 
So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. On Saturday night in Philly, Cowboys starters beat up an injury and COVID-riddled Eagles team playing its backups. In the 51-26 win, Dallas got two touchdown catches each from Cedric Wilson and Dalton Schultz. And backup running backs Corey Clement, Jaquan Hardy, and Ido Smith each scored a touchdown. More importantly, the Cowboy run game got going with Zeke topping 1,000 yards this season. But he's the first to tell you that everything's ratcheting up now that it's playoff time. Speedy game definitely speeds up. Uh, everyone's playing, you know, a one-game season every week. The Cowboys finish 12-5 and and move up to the number three seed Sunday afternoon at 3.30 Central. They host the 49ers, who secured their playoff spot with a huge road win at the Rams yesterday. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today with a high topping out at 55 degrees. Wind gusts will remain pretty breezy at times out of the north, but should calm down by this evening. Tonight, mostly clear skies with a low of 31. A tad bit warmer tomorrow with the return of southerly winds. We're looking at partly cloudy skies and a high of 57. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions. The Bears back in action and back in the Farrell Center Tuesday evening hosting the Texas Tech Red Raiders. 5.30 for the countdown to tip off. It's a 6 p.m. tip off Tuesday for Baylor and Tech. Baylor Big 12 basketball with Pat and John all season long right here on ESPN Central Texas. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16-1182-22462. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. 
Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. Kendall Brown the rebound. He brings it up. Feed. Flagler right corner for three. Another assist by Kendall Brown. Yeah, I mean, and he had to survey the entire floor. What you gonna do? You wanna get down? Tell me. What you gonna do? Do you wanna get down? Day 20, 20 minutes after 8. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor basketball. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Ward, what? And I know we're living it and we're experiencing it and we're having fun with it, but, I mean, this is this is uncharted waters in, 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 in a lot of ways. I mean, this team is 15-0 and 0, uh, for the second consecutive year. That's, that's, I mean, I hate to use the word impressive all the time, but how else do you describe some of the things that this program has accomplished over the last couple of years? I mean, I, I, I'm running out of adjectives and superlatives. That's a pretty good way to describe it. I mean, it is impressive. And being able to navigate the waters with that target on your back, you're going to get everybody's best shot, no matter what. It, no, nobody has started fifteen and 0 two, two consecutive years since twenty ten, when Syracuse did it. I mean, you know, that's just that's just unheard of. And and again, it, they've got the nation's longest winning streak at twenty one games. Uh, and, and in those twenty one games, they won by at least five points. Stop and think about that. Home, road, neutral, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They they win basketball games, and you know, then look. You get a little nervous. I mean, they got down nine early second half, and I think they went on a 17-0 run or a 22-4 run. I think, for me, it was 17-0 to, to overcome that deficit. I mean, they have that skill set. They have that ability. They have guys that can come off the bench and, and, and go double figures. Uh, they've got big guys inside between Flo Thamba and Jonathan Chamwa Chachua. Uh, they got a point guard that is as good as any point guard in the country. I mean, what are they lacking when you, when you stop and look at this team? I mean. That's a great question. I mean, seriously. And, and, and I know we talked to Jerry Hill earlier this morning, and one of the things that we talked about, could this team be – could this team actually be better defensively than, than last year's team? And, you know, time will tell, but, I mean, they're – they're off to the start that you're looking for. And, and, you know, I was just thinking about Saturday. Saturday, you have a good Texas team go on the road and get beat because it's hard to win in this league on the road. You have Kansas go on the road and get beat. Uh, 
because it's hard to win on the road in this league. And the Bears go on the road, and again, a unbelievable crowd. And there was a, quite a bit of Baylor fans there as well. That was pretty darn impressive too. Uh, but a big crowd, loud crowd, and you get down nine and no sweat. No sweat. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of our business, and they did. And they um, it, it's just – it's really fun to watch this team because you don't know how they're going to win. You just know that they're going to win. I mean, and that's – they win in different ways. The one thing they – the common denominator for this team is they will – they're going to play defense. Scott Drew's teams are going to play defense. But, I mean, it may be, you know, a freshman in Brown – leading the way, or or it may be L.J. Cryer coming off the bench. To, it, it's There's different guys stepping up in different roles, and, man, that's kind of fun to watch. You know, the one thing that Jerry did say is this team, if it needs something, it needs to find a way that they can overcome a cold night from the field because of the fact that they don't have that guy that can take over a game by going inside and, and crashing the offensive boards is – the putbacks are there, but the drives are not there. Um, and, and maybe that's just the way they're playing right now. Maybe maybe it is, and we just haven't seen it because they haven't gone cold. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and the guy that if you're going to go down inside, it's probably going to be a, a Kenjo the point guard. I mean, he has the ability to go to the paint. And, and, you know, but could they all go cold? I guess they could. Uh, but that's the beauty of this team is it's so deep that if you're off tonight, I may be on. Uh, and, and that's what I'm talking about. You, you just don't know who the guy's going to be. And, and, you know, look, they got Saturday, they got uh, they got 15 points from L.J. Cryer off the bench. He was 4-7 from three-point land uh, and, and scored 15 points. And, and, and Flagler added 22. And Akinjo for this with 20 points, I mean – what is it, three of the last four games? I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. I think three of the last four games, Akinjo's had at least 20. He's had two games of 27 and one game of 20 in three of his last four games. Double figures all the way around. Uh, I, mean, I mean, this guy is just rock steady when it comes to producing points uh, for the uh, – for the uh, and, and creating opportunities for his teammates, uh, you know, eight assists. Uh, so – this and it's his third twenty. Yeah, it's his third twenty-point game of the season, and the fifteenth of his career. Uh, that that's what you're getting right now. After the game, Scott Drew talked about his basketball team and, and the win over TCU. Uh, typical game against a, a in-state opponent, and Coach Dixon's teams always uh, compete. Always are real physical, and uh, uh, on the glass, you had two elite teams getting after it, and. Um, uh, I know there was a lot of a lot of banging, and uh, uh, credit both teams for playing hard. Uh, I thought we really, really executed uh, well second half, and uh, starts with James and Adam right up here. They did a great job in taking care of the ball, getting high percentage shots, and then defensively communicating and making things tougher. Uh, Miles is a really good player, and he got going first half, but second half I thought we made it a little tougher on him, and uh, credit these guys. That is uh, Scott Drew after uh, the win Saturday in Fort Worth over TCU. Now, Ward, quick turnaround. Again, uh, they play Tuesday night. They play tomorrow night against Texas Tech. And 
man, I, I, I would think, I would think that that's that's kind of tough. I mean, you're you're accustomed to playing Wednesday, Saturday, but and then occasionally you you got that Monday, the big Monday game. But now now you're on Tuesday night, uh, so I would imagine that after the win Saturday for both teams, Tech and and Baylor. Sunday, you're back on the floor, at least going through a walkthrough and and scouting and that type of thing. And for Tech, they'll probably travel late Monday uh, for the game on Tuesday. And and for Baylor, they'll you know uh, get ready to play. And then you play Tuesday night. It's a quick turnaround. Yeah, and there's no there's no time to rest. And look, that's these teams are used to that, but it still doesn't mean it's not taxing. Not getting your legs back under you. Mm-hmm. There's no question. So we'll find out. Uh, Five thirty tomorrow evening afternoon whichever you prefer for the pregame six o'clock for the tip and uh, that'll be of course at the Ferrell center as the bears welcome in the red raiders should be a heck of a game and uh, look for a and look to see uh look to look for a big crowd uh <laughs> kind of fun to know that you're going to the auditorium the gym with and you're going to be witnessing the number one team in the country wasn't that long ago people would fill up the Ferrell Center when Kansas would come to town as the number one and number two team in the country. You're like, hey, number one and number two teams coming to town. Well, now the number one team in the country is in town. <laughs> this is this is home. So uh yeah, uh let's let's see if the Ferrell Center can can fill up the Ferrell Center tomorrow evening for uh, Baylor and Texas Tech. All right, uh eight twenty nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas and Man, oh man, if you're looking for a good old place to go eat lunch today, how about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers at 1810 Herring? Best burgers in town. And, uh, you know, again, it's they got a top secret seasoning that they put on it, cooked on that flat grill. They don't cook it until you order it, and they cook it your way. You want onions? You got onions. You want grilled onions? You got grilled Whatever the case may be, if you want mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup, or all three, it's it's your call. Uh, I mean, however you want it, they're going to cook it that way for you, and they're not going to cook it until you order it. And of course, they got all the the good stuff to go with it, from curly fries to onion rings to tots, you name it, they've got it. Um, and of course, it, it, it maybe you, you may you know what I had a burger, you know, the other day, uh, and I don't want one. Well, I, how about a chicken fried steak sandwich, or a grilled chicken sandwich, or a Philly cheese steak sandwich? They've got them at Double R. Old fashioned hamburgers. You got a uh, you got an event coming up. Maybe you got a, a graduation party or a big birthday bash, and you don't want to do the cooking. How about letting Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers handle any of your catering? And you're saying, well, I you, we, we we think this this catering thing may we we don't want burgers for the catering. Well, th- they'll do whatever you want. I mean, they've got the ability to cook whatever you want. For more information, contact David or contact Perry, and you can do that at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Here's the phone number, 254-753-1603, 254-753-1603. That's also the number to call if you want to place a, an order for a burger and, and go through the drive-thru. You want to have it done, uh, you know, by the time you get there, 254-753-1603. It's Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I kind of wanted to root for the Bears, so when I leave the press box, then I can kind of, I can kind of get with it. And we happened to be right next to some Ole Miss people, and boy, they were hollering right in our face when they got that big touchdown. They were feeling great about things. From the moment that kid missed the field goal, it just felt like Baylor was going to go win the game. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
Hey there, it's Jay from Pickup Outfitters with a holiday public service announcement for all the wives and significant others out there looking for Christmas gift ideas for their man. They say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. At Pickup Outfitters, we say the way to a man's heart is through his truck. And there's no better Christmas gift for the man in your life than something for his truck. Would your man rather have a new bathrobe or bumper or a cool light bar, socks or a lift kit? a new wallet, or new running boards? The answer seems pretty clear, doesn't it? Pickup Outfitters is your Christmas gift headquarters. Why get your man a hoodie when you can get him a slick new retractable bed cover? So don't waste money on a meat thermometer or sweatpants when you can get him a gift certificate for anything he wants for his truck. That's the way to get to a man's heart. Stop by Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Dr. Larissa Callie is the board-certified orthodontist at West Temple Orthodontics. Dr. Callie and her team provide state-of-the-art orthodontic treatment here in Central Texas. Our fully digital office means no more messy impressions. At West Temple Orthodontics, we provide private and semi-private treatment areas and offer Friday and Saturday appointments to help accommodate even the busiest families. Schedule your complimentary consultation today at westtempleorthodontics.com. The smile you've always deserved is only a phone call or a few clicks away. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254 730 Roof, putting your roof above everything else. The Cowboys' win on Saturday led to the improvement of their playoff seeding. Dallas will be the number three seed in the NFC and play San Francisco at home on Sunday in the first round of the postseason. The other super wildcard games in the NFC find Tampa hosting Philadelphia on Sunday and the Rams entertaining the Cardinals on Monday. It took overtime for the Raiders to beat the Chargers 35-32 in the Sunday night game. That set the AFC first-round playoff games with the Raiders playing the Bengals and Patriots taking on the Bills on Saturday. The Steelers will tangle with the Chiefs on Sunday. College football's national championship game is tonight in Indianapolis. Kickoff is scheduled for 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
835. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Well, the FCA Super Syntax Victory Bowl got together yesterday, and and, uh, and they've announced the coaching staffs for all of these teams, and we welcome in from the FCA, Ben Johnson. Ben, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning, Tom. I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you? I'm terrific. I was just uh, <laughs> I was looking over your, your list of coaches, and I thought, you know, this would make some pretty good staffs. <laughs> You've got some great names that are going to be involved in your uh, in all of your uh, your sports. Well, it's a thrill to be around these awesome uh, men and women. Uh, every year, we get a new batch, and uh, it's just, they're just great people. Coaches, I, I mean, that's why we do what we do is working with coaches. And uh, you, I know you do that a lot yourself, but it's a lot of fun to 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 do this victory ball with them, Ben. It just keeps growing I, the, with the addition of basketball. Talk talk a little bit about it, and 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 you know, I, I yeah, pat yourself on the back a little bit because this this is an unbelievable. The the process has just been unbelievable watching it grow like it has it, and now you you you've added the basketball. You know, uh, well, thank you for saying that, and uh, we we've, we've had probably more people asking about us ask adding basketball. Uh, than any sport that we've done over the years. And uh, I guess that's probably glad we uh, haven't added it yet. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, with, with such great staff, I'm going to deflect all this praise, okay, Tom, because we, get, we got such great staff of uh, Larry Silver and Holly Page and Joey Worthy and Zach Bear, all these four love basketball. Three of them coached basketball uh, uh, for a long time. And uh, and so we got people who can uh, – I already have great relationships with basketball coaches, and um, uh, the issue was always just, you know, where could we do it that we felt like it could not just be in Waco, but kind of spread out for our 12 counties we serve, and um, and so it's exciting to engage 32 more kids uh, in this and eight more coaches, so 40 more people to be a part of uh, Victory Bowl week. Logistics does play a, a, a factor in this thing, doesn't it? Big time, you know, uh, especially because it's not just a game for us. In fact, the game's probably the hardest piece and the piece that uh, brings the most consternation and behind the scenes of just, you know, who didn't get picked and why not and, and all kinds of other stuff. Um, and uh, But all the other things that go with it that we try to, to uh, add to it from uh, host homes and, and uh, meals and community service and just the experience that goes along. Um, you know, those are the things that make it a little bit more of a, a juggling process. But I mean, as we sat with those uh, coaches yesterday, nearly 40 of them, um, and we were able to share, you know, 14 years ago when we started this, there was two staff, and now we have 16 uh, on our staff here in our 12 counties. We Obviously, we've been able to add almost one a year to be able to go back and serve coaches better, and that's our hope and goal. Let's talk about that for just a second. Obviously, the game is what draws the attention, and yeah. we're, we're, we, we've got a football game, volleyball game, we've got cheerleaders, we've got basketball, baseball, soft, we've got all that. But, but what, is, what was the – when you sat down and decided that this was the direction you were going to go, what was the purpose? It wasn't to put on a game. What was the purpose of the Victory Bowl? You know, uh after my wife and I moved here in 07 uh, and just kind of figuring out the area and learning kind of what had take, what has been taking place and what was going on, uh, I just started praying. Uh, you know, God, give me some 
uh, wisdom and discernment, some creative, creative ideas about how we could reach these 100 high schools uh, in some kind of uh, way, shape, or form with very small staff, very minimal to no budget, one donor. Um, and we just, you know, how, how can we make this work and how can we, uh, you know, grow the ministry uh, with these campuses that take place? And um, just through prayer, God gets the credit and the glory. Uh, it was very clear that we should go to um, I should go to Abilene and hang out with Steve Keenum, father of Case Keenum, for five days. He's the director in Abilene, and, and they've been doing an All-Star game at that time for about six years. And um, I hung out and served and watched and learned, and Steve walked alongside of me, and, and uh, I drove back to Waco. Um, I'd had I'd, uh, Bryce Chair had written an article at that time in the paper about uh, how there was a need for something, and I called him. I said, hey, you've been sitting in at my prayer meeting or something? <laughs> And uh, and so I drove back and just kind of overwhelmed about uh, what all would need to be done to get it off the ground and also just convinced beyond uh, anything that we needed to do it. Um, and, and 09 was our first year to pull it off. So, Well, it is uh... – it's an unbelievable weekend. Uh, we we've got to to watch it firsthand and and see and and be a, a small part of it. And it is uh, well, we we enjoy it and we certainly want to be a part of it again. And look forward to it. First weekend in June, it'll be here before you know it. That's right. We got basketball. will be on uh, Thursday night. Baseball, softball will be on Friday night, and then football, volleyball on Saturday. So it's going to be six games in a row in June, and uh, it's going to be awesome. All right. Hey, Ben, as always, thanks for your time. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to, uh, to, uh, to, to seeing this thing come together again this year and, uh, and, and being, a, being a part of it. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Tom. See you later. That is Ben Johnson from the FCA. And listen, these guys and gals, Ward, as you know, man, they love doing this. They love being a part of this. They love serving. And, and these are some really terrific coaches. Just – Here's the red football coaching staff. Mike Shields, Casey Morgan, Brent Sniffen, Jeff Nooner, and Randy Fulton. Uh, and, and then you look at the blue staff. It's John Bechtel, Alan Hare, Ruben Torres, Hal Watson, and Duke Dalton. I mean, the, these are – and look, I can do the same thing for volleyball, basketball. You got baseball uh, with uh, with uh, Chris Clemens and Bill Crawford and Justin Cepeda on the blue squad and the red squad, squad's got – David Richardson, Jesse Lopez from out of China. A, a lot of guys and gals donating their time for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and, and, and it really is a uh, – it's a great week. Th- those kids come in and they stay at host homes, and and, uh, and they really – you know, they do a lot of community service, but they do a lot of fun stuff. The game's kind of secondary, uh, and they they have a great time doing it, and it's just a, – it's, uh, it's a great piece – to the mission of the FCA. All right, uh, 843, we're 17 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget, uh, coming up this afternoon, John Morris is going to be broadcasting live, and he is going to be down at Coach's Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue. Matt Mosley will be there at 4. It is It's time to get you ready for the national championship. You got uh, – you got great food specials. You, you got happy hour. You got all these great deals going on all afternoon and all day long at Coach's Smoke and then 35 big screen TVs to watch the football game. Should be a lot of fun. Come join us beginning with the John Moore Show at 3 o'clock 
this afternoon. Right now, we talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time, and their objective is to make sure that their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, hay and equipment barns, residential metal roofing, uh, angle iron. They also uh, stock American-made grade 60 rebar. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Now, if you are building a metal building or a barnuminium and, uh, and you don't really know how to get the thing rolling, well, contact the folks over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and they'll be happy to, to help you find the contractor that bets fist fits your needs. They uh, service the largest selection of metal building contractors in all of Central Texas, and they'd be happy to get you started and pointed in the right direction. Uh, John and, and Braden and the entire Emory family look forward to seeing you, so come see them. They got two great locations there in Bryan and also here in Waco at uh, 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday from 7.30 until 5, Saturdays 8 until noon. Don't forget they deliver and they unload, and you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve the first National Bank of Central Texas. Locally owned for over 100 years, we know this community inside and out. We are a bank on your side, and when you bank with the first, you'll have a banker by your side. Want to find out more? Check out bankingfirst.com or come by and see us at any of our six locations. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas. You deserve the first. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Recently on Game Time. And we welcome the Director of Sports Journalism for Baylor University into the program, Jerry Hill. Highest ever ranked, most wins ever. You know, um, you can argue whether this was the best team ever. I, you know, I still, you know, the 80 team is just hard to beat in my mind. And, I, and obviously you played, I guess, two more games than that team. With this team winning the Sugar Bowl, winning 12 games, I think you got to give the nod to this team. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Homestyle Designs is your local, residential, and commercial kitchen and bath contractor. Whether you're building a new home, remodeling your home, designing your kitchen or bathroom, or wanting granite countertops and custom cabinets, Homestyle Designs can make your functional yet stylish dreams come true. Call them at 254-339-8315 or visit their Facebook page to start your design today. Home Design, with family in mind. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
Hey, Waco, copies of the 2022 baseball schedules are out. This year's schedules are made available in part by the following sponsors. Scissors Salon, Water Tree, Lewis's Liquor, Texas Legacy Custom Homes, Fred's Radiator and Auto Repair, Mama Bear Residential Service, Chapman Bell Bonds, Embrace the Chaos Tattoos, Airport Transportation to Waco, Loop 340 Garage, and the Red Brick Salon and Spa. Please patronize these businesses. They're an asset to our community. This message is brought to you and paid for by Prestige Marketing, LLC. Visit them online at PrestigeMarketingLLC.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Toft Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF, putting your roof above everything else. The Cowboys' win on Saturday led to the improvement of their playoff seeding. Dallas will be the number three seed in the NFC and play San Francisco at home on Sunday in the first round of the postseason. The other super wild card games in the NFC find Tampa hosting Philadelphia on Sunday and the Rams entertaining the Cardinals on Monday. It took overtime for the Raiders to beat the Chargers 35-32 in the Sunday night game. That set the AFC first-round playoff games with the Raiders playing the Bengals and Patriots taking on the Bills on Saturday. The Steelers will tangle with the Chiefs on Sunday. College football's national championship game is tonight in Indianapolis. Kickoff is scheduled for 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 849. Ward meant to talk about this last week, or last Friday, actually, but, you know, imagine that. We didn't get it worked in. Uh, But here's ESPN has announced their new broadcast team for Sunday Night Baseball. You ready? Play-by-play is going to be Carl Ravitch. Analysts will be David Cohn and Eduardo Perez. That's your Sunday night baseball. Now, here's what they're going to do over on the Deuce. On the Deuce, ESPN2, they're going to have Michael Kay and Alex Rodriguez, and they're going to do a Peyton and Peyton type broadcast. I'm watching that. On uh, on ESPN2. Now, here's the thing. Why, all of a sudden, has ESPN elevated their Sunday night broadcast for baseball. I'm not sure. But, I mean, obviously, they're sinking some bucks into both teams. Probably because nobody was watching. And it's not just the broadcast crew that nobody's watching. A lot of people are just disinterested in baseball now. Which leads me to my question. Right now, there is no baseball. There is no conversations between the owners and the players. Why, if you're ESPN, why are you doing this? Why are you making this announcement for a product that you may not have? Because they're confident that they'll have it. Are you confident they'll have it? Yes. They haven't spoken in 18 days, I don't think. No, they haven't, but it they'll get it worked out. There's too much money on the table not to. Well, it always it, it always you know, I, I I get it, but I mean they they're they're not gonna walk away and say, Okay, we'd rather have nothing than something. They've done it before. Yeah, the, and it, it ego, almost ruined baseball. It didn't almost it did to me it did ruin baseball. They had to cheat to get people back. They had to have the cork bat deal with <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh I 
I think the greed of both of these organizations, it's it's scary to me. I mean, we, we probably need to get Jeff Wilson from the Rangers back on here in the next couple of days. We'll, we'll try to do that and just see what baseball is saying. And, and look, I, I hope you're right. I hope this is a big to-do about nothing. But right now, there's nobody going. Pitchers and catchers aren't getting ready to report in February because there's no place to report to. I, I wish there was. I wish. Why haven't they resolved this during the offseason? Not sure. I, I I'm I I don't know all the ins and outs of it, um. But there there's something that's keeping them from even talking right now. I mean, they they're having. It's not like they can't come to an agreement because there's nothing being negotiated. <laughs> it's hard to agree on something when you don't communicate, and they're not communicating. No. And, and look, man, you know me. I I love me some baseball. Uh, I think that's your favorite. I, it's right up there. Uh, I in look. The older I get, the more ba- the more I'm kind of a baseball guy. Like it, like it a lot. But I, I don't understand. There's so much money to be had. Can't they all kind of figure out how to get their own little piece? And you know who gets who who gets rained on? And that's not exactly the phrase I'd like to use, but we're going to use rain. It's the fan again. Yeah, I mean, it's going it to be the fan that is. suffers. It always is. They'll get theirs. At, at a, well, yeah, at, at, but at what point do do we stop going to the ballpark? Yeah, well, I don't think that's ever going to happen. But what are we gonna not going to happen? What are we going to? What are they going to quit mistreating the fan? They don't care. The back, really, the backbone of the deal is the fan. Well, I mean, that's that's what drives the truck, right? Is you know if if nobody's watching, you're not playing ball or going. Yeah, so or paying up. But I mean, parking and look, it, it it's always it's always going to come back to okay, they're back. Let's go to the ballpark. It just is. Well, now, you know, before when they did this before, attendance did drop a little bit, but then all of a sudden, when the Bass Brothers started playing. And you got McGuire and Sosa in that big home run race. Mm-hmm. Didn't they fill up again? Oh yeah. I mean they here did. here the here we all come running back. We forgive you. That's what fans do. They forgive. So maybe maybe we'll have another steroid era where we'll have a home run race and <laughs> it wouldn't be so bad. So anyway, uh ESPN's announced their cruise. The only thing it does for me is by putting ravage on that broadcast, it just it makes ta- you mad, and it takes you off Sunday night baseball. I mean, Sunday night, you know, their pregame show, which I love, the pregame show to the Sunday night baseball, uh, what you know was Carl Ravage. He hosted baseball tonight. With all that said, you're right. I mean, I, fix this thing, get it done, and, and I got enough to worry about. That's one thing I don't need to be worried about is whether we're going to have baseball or not. Come on, you're in charge, Ward. Fix it. Yeah. So I bet I can handle it. All right, so so you're going Bama, I'm going yes. Georgia. Okay, let's see What's how on the, the line. I, I don't know. What do you think? Burger. Sure. Okay. Well, so uh, a burger for Bama, a burger for Georgia. Here we go. Uh, should be fun. Let's you know, should be fun tonight. Indianapolis, and again, uh, we, we uh, we're gonna have our crew down at uh, 
down at uh, Coach's Smoke Barbecue, 3.30 Austin Avenue. And John Morris will kick off the afternoon at 3 o'clock. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thanks to uh, Coach Larry Harmon from UMHB for being on the program, Jerry Hill from Baylor University, and uh, Ben Johnson from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes for being a part of the program. We will do this again tomorrow morning at 7. Don't forget John at 3, Matt Mosley's at 4, and we're right back tomorrow morning at 7 to talk about the National Championship football game. We'll do that tomorrow right here on ESPN Central Texas. Roll Tide. Recently on the John Moore Show. I know one Oklahoma State fan who's not doing well. Oh, oh, man. I can imagine. And, I'm, and I have, like, there are schools that I really dislike. Oklahoma State's not one of them. We right. talked about it. I, I like Coach Gundy. I, I generally support their athletics if they're not playing Baylor, you know. But I, I can imagine the feeling on the other side. How's young Sarah? <laughs> I personally, the line of what